Live from the studio in downtown <clears throat> Uptown Charlotte. QC Confessional. QC Confessional. Uptown, South Bend, Plaza Midwood, Noda, Dilworth, Elizabeth, Myers Park, Ballantyne, South Park, Lake Lake Norman. QC Confessional. May contain adult-oriented content. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, what's up, Charlotte? It's the QC Confessional Podcast on RadioCharlotte.com. It is mid-September. Not fall yet. Put that freaking pumpkin spice stuff down. Not ready. Not yet. Just just wait. It's coming. It's coming. Just be patient. It's going to be okay. We're going to have a special guest in the studio tonight. I'll let Brandon tell you all about that. Somebody he goes way, way back with. And I hear we're going to hear some stories from the road with the two of them from back in the day as well. Going to be talking some Panthers. I know we're all kind of... I don't know, feeling some kind of way about uh, the game on Thursday night. We'll talk about it a little bit. I mean, it, we're 0-2, beginning of the season, plenty of time. Don't worry about it. We're going to be okay. So let's get to it. It's the QC Confessional Podcast on RadioCharlotte.com. My name is Ren. Mr. Brandon Hinson. In session. <laughs> Ms. Jenna Gribble. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> and we're going to have a special guest here in a little while, too, right? Yeah. Yes, we are. Who, who's uh, who's coming over? My good friend, John Freeman. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, man. And it's Johnny Flyco. Johnny Flyco. I've heard about that. Yep. I've heard a lot about that, actually. Oh, yeah. That's over in Nodai, right? It is. Oh, cool. Storefront is. Hey, was that the, the bag you had last week? It was the bag I had last Dude, week. Dude, that's a nice bag. Yeah. No, it was the hat he had on that the I tried hat. to swipe. I had the hat, too. I had the hat, <laughs> I tried too. to swipe that hat. Hey, did you save like, that picture of him looking like a crackhead? Oh, God. No. He looked like he had eaten gummies. He, he did not look well. I did eat gummies. <laughs> so how was the week? It was good. Yeah. Very good. We Very good. good. What'd you do? I saw you were out and about riding scooters I or did. something. I did. I was all over the city yesterday. Yeah, so nice. my wife and I had a little, we decided to have a little staycation. Sweet. We um, yeah. went and got a room at the Omni. Uh, cousin kept the kids. And um, the idea was to sleep and relax. I don't really know right. that's what we did. Right. We um, <laughs> So it was kind of cloudy. We were. We, the point was to really just sit by the pool. Yeah. yeah, they got the, the coin bar there. Just got the. I love the coin yeah, bar. Yeah, yeah. It's such a Charlotte oh, yeah. hidden gem. Oh yeah. yeah. So we were gonna just watch TV and lay by the pool and kind of chill out. And then uh, it was kind of cloudy and it really was all that warm mm-hmm. around noonish or something when we checked in. So yeah. we were, I was like, "Fuck it, let's go jump on some of these scooters and yeah. ride around town." I haven't God, done those that are yet. So much fun. And she is. Uh, if, if if you don't know my wife, she um, is not the type of girl to really jump on a scooter <laughs> and scoot around town. So oh, I was come like, "Come on, Megan so I was like, "Let's let's see. Uh, I'll, I'll see if I can I can get this to happen." So um, she's like, "We're really gonna do this." I was like, yep, yep, right now. So It's, ner- was, it's very nerve-wracking, <laughs> though. I know quite a few people who have been hit by cars. Really? Yeah. 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 I can see that easily Especially happening. Especially when you've been drinking, like at Panthers games. Uh-huh. Uh, a girlfriend of mine was actually hit by van last Sunday. Oh, oh Jesus. And she didn't want to, like, call the police because, right. you know, she'd been drinking. And you yeah. can get a DUI you on You can. Yeah. And yeah. technically, you're, you're supposed not, to be on the street. You're not supposed to be on the sidewalk. You're supposed mm-hmm. to ride them yeah. on the street. So we started mm-hmm. out from the sidewalk, and I think that she scared a few people, and they, cle- <laughs> they, they fucking cleared out. Like, she was coming down, and she was like, oh. So the people look up and like move real fast because they can see her like kind of wobbling back and forth on the scooter. And then we finally got, she got the hang of it. And, uh, and we, it was actually easier to ride on the street because, you know, the sidewalk was kind of rough. You got right. people and we're kind of cruising. So I didn't want to run into anybody. Yeah. But we li- literally went north end to south end, east, east. You know, we went all over nice. the city yesterday yeah. on scooters. And every time yeah. we said, all right, let's just go back now. And we'll go lay by the pool. Like, I don't know. Let's ride for a little bit longer. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we just kept riding. I don't know how much money we spent on those damn things yesterday. Yeah. But, um, 
I did eat shit last night one time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, tell me about it. I want some details. We we had uh, we were on the way to uh, we went to Basil uh, for oh, dinner, and yeah, we were on yeah. the way there. And uh, uh, one of the street corners had a fence put up there where they're doing some construction. Right. So I couldn't I could see this person coming from the other side. <laughs> so the tree that's right there, they had the the Wait, um, there's a tree on the sidewalk. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, like a little baby yeah. tree. Okay. So but where it was at, they had um, the the gravel or whatever dug up around it, like they were put, putting more brick down and whatnot. So to avoid this person, I went towards that, and I didn't realize that there wasn't anything in it. So obviously the scooter comes to a complete stop. Oh. So I got a nice bruise and road rash up on my leg yeah. today. But yeah, I ate shit nice. one time. So nice. <laughs> there's so much fun though. It was fun. It was a blast. I didn't realize fun. that we were riding them at 8:30. So shortly mm-hmm. after that, we couldn't ride from Basil back to our hotel because they were they were disabled. Hmm? You had ridden them that much? No, all, all of them were gone. Oh what? really? I guess they, I guess they, a certain hour, or a certain time. Maybe it's on the weekends. I don't know. It's probably a good thing with many people that are in the streets that are downtown. You can't get the scooters anymore. So I didn't know that. Is that just I did not know that. I have no idea. Because I've seen people riding them up and down Cedar Street. Maybe it's it's just the weekends or something. I have no idea. But this truck, this pickup truck comes by and he is fucking loaded with scooters. I'm talking about loaded up. Well, I think that the city was complaining a lot about they were just kind of, it's like, you know, when you would come home as a kid, Mm -hmm. throw your bike in the front yard, your mom would be like, put your bike away. I think it was kind of like the city was kind of getting upset about it because there were scooters laying everywhere yeah. on the side mm-hmm. of the road and it looked trashy so yeah. maybe that's a new thing I don't know man that very well could be it because you're right man those things were everywhere yeah. yeah, in the streets on the sidewalks yeah. yeah well that makes sense now like a lot of people will ride them to the Fillmore mm-hmm. and they'll be lined up in front of the Fillmore and I've always wondered in the night like well if you rode them, them here mm-hmm. why wouldn't you ride them back right. to where True. it came from probably yeah. really but intoxicated and oh, probably you'd get yeah. a, I mean <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that I didn't really think about it but you can get a DUI on the line bikes uh-huh. and on the scooters mm-hmm. so, interesting that's true well really I definitely was that. I, I could have been that could have do been do not admit night. anything on there <laughs> have you ever uh, picked one up that was parked without activating it just to kind of move it or anything yeah so uh, so yesterday I was trying to get one I was just just moving it closer to where the one she was grabbing so we could start you know the same spot or whatever we were at and <laughs> it would push for a little bit and it like locks up mm-hmm. and makes some crazy noise and says something I was like what the fuck does this thing say like, <laughs> it says it's going to call the cops <laughs> did it is that what it says <laughs> <laughs> we were riding the live ones. That's the ones that we had with the, we got the app the for the lime. lime. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, I was like, what did this thing just say to me? <laughs> it said something about, yeah, it's gonna, they're going to call the cops. I guess that's if people try and, and take them. Yeah. Well, that's I thought people were, I didn't realize that people, you can sign up to take them home with you to charge them and they'll pay you for it. Oh, wow. So, um, we were standing up from the Fillmore one night and this truck pulls up like, bat out of hell pulls up real fast there's four like scooters sitting there on the sidewalk dude jumps out like he's did like a snatching grab he throws them in the back of his truck and takes off i was like holy shit that guy just stole like four scooters <laughs> and then they kept seeing him i was like oh wait a minute i was like this he's not stealing them like, he's taking them home to charge them I, had, I, had, I didn't know the concept i didn't know yeah. that you could do that yeah, it was yeah, pretty yeah, funny yeah. though so jenna you uh saw a really cool movie the other night i saw two really cool movies the other night i never go to the movies but uh let's see wednesday night um uh, i got home from work i walked in the front door and the power went out oh so that means one of two things i forgot to pay the bill or uh <laughs> there was a wreck on south boulevard or uh, park road so there was a wreck a tree fell yeah. so they said we weren't going to have power till like 12 o'clock at night oh, so geez. i was like oh where can i go that has air conditioning <laughs> right. that i didn't want to really go out boozing on a wednesday i mean i i would but i think i'd gone out <laughs> i think i'd gone out boozing on a tuesday so wednesday night i was like all right i'm gonna go see a movie so i went and saw once upon a time oh, yeah? hollywood oh yeah see that. how was that so i'm a huge tarantino fan so mm-hmm. um 
and I, you know I like my murder documentaries and things like that. So it's loosely based on the Charles Manson murders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, you know I got a lot of mixed reviews. I, I almost didn't post about it because I'm like I'm not a movie critic, but mm-hmm. I was like it was so good and like mm-hmm. I enjoyed it so much and I'm gonna watch it again. But like the first two hours of it, it's um, I mean it's got Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio, mm-hmm. so you know that's not bad. Right. But um, the first two hours, it's just like cinematography and it's just kind of like you know how Tarantino's movies, it's like mm-hmm. numerous stories going on at once. And uh, like the the first two hours, it's pretty slow. But then like the last 30 minutes, like all hell breaks loose. And like I, I was in the movie theater. I went out to Stonecrest and I uh, had the whole theater to myself, which oh, nice. is creepy in itself. Right. Oh, so I'm that. sitting in there. And, <laughs> you know, there's obviously a lot of drugs involved. It's a Tarantino movie. And the end of the oh, last, with the movie, with not the with movie. you. No, not okay, with me. Okay. Not with me. You're sitting in a the theater doing drugs? <laughs> all no, by herself? With the movie. With the movie, there's drugs involved. Do we need to have a talk? Um, <laughs> so, edit, edit. Um, so yeah, the last thirty minutes, I'm watching the movie through my fingers, laughing hysterically as this like slaughter scene has taken place. Like, I'm not going to give it away, but you've got to go see it. I like see both it. of you yeah, guys yeah, got to yeah, go yeah. see it. The mu- like the music was good. The soundtrack's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. All the cars, like I swear I spotted like a '62 Bel Air. My dad used Ooh. to have a '62 Bel Air. Wow. They had a lot of really good cars and a lot of old Broncos and stuff. So I was like, that's yeah. cool. But I definitely want to go back because you know he mm-hmm. always has like a lot of hidden stuff. Oh yeah, so. oh, yeah. I always see something else. Yeah. So um, and then Thursday night, it just kind of fell in my lap. I was supposed to go to the Panthers game, mm-hmm. and I was still kind of you know dealing yeah. with Sunday and whatever so I just wasn't really feeling the Panthers and all of a sudden a ticket for this one night showing only mm-hmm. um, it's a movie it's called in the blink of an eye or blink of an eye mm-hmm. and it's about it's the story of Michael Waltrip and mm-hmm. Dale Earnhardt senior yeah. and um, you know NASCAR's very dear to my heart I worked right. with the NASCAR family for years and worked for uh, Rusty Wallace for years and so I was like you know what I'm gonna put the Panthers on the back burner tonight and I'm gonna go see this movie and it was sold out everywhere and somebody oh, cool. called and they said they're gonna show another showing of it because it's sold out um, mm-hmm. at Stonecrest so I was back at Stonecrest <laughs> Thursday night uh, it's a really good it's very well done it's it's mm-hmm. a documentary with Michael Waltrup yeah, and um, yeah it's uh, it's going straight to video so if you get a chance to oh, see cool. it check it out I wanna check that yeah, out too yeah I do wanna yeah. see that you really didn't miss much with the Panthers game the other night you know I sat here watching and it was um, it was difficult to watch I mean not necessarily because we lost but the the look in everyone's eyes you know it just seemed like people weren't into it I don't know what's going on anymore Uh, like you were talking about last week you know we're Panthers fans from the beginning you know we've sat in um, the snow and the rain and losing seasons and things like that and we still you know we're gonna be right there with you but it just seems like something's going on and and guys if uh, if there's something going on off the field you know talk about it figure it out talk to somebody if it's something going on in the locker room come together and have a conversation about it you know perception is reality that's just the way it is you know and, and you as professional football players know when you're building your brand as a professional athlete uh, perception is reality and when Panthers fans see you guys on the field from what seems like the perception is you're just not into it you're not having fun you don't care as much you're not playing hard then we react to it that's probably why there's been a lot of you know negative feedback going on this 
week after that loss. But we still love you. We believe in you. Uh, I posted something the other day, team photo from after a game back in the 2015 season. Everybody's smiling. Everybody's happy. You can see it in everyone's eyes how much fun they're having. And that's why you got into football in the first place was to have fun. It was fun playing football. So whatever you need to do, find the fun again. Enjoy it. And you'll see that you'll start winning again. You know what I mean? Make it fun again. Whatever you need to do. Hashtag no excuses with this. <laughs> Go out there and make it fun. Yeah, I agree 100%. I mean, we're less than 20 days away mm-hmm. from going to London. And, yeah. you know, I'm really pumped, but we're playing Tampa. And, you know. Are you playing Are we playing Tampa? We're playing London? the Bucks over mm-hmm. there, yeah. Um. So, I mean, you know, I'm really excited. And like I said, you know, I posted something the other day. Just like, you know, I've been going since 95. Mm-hmm. I don't miss a lot of home games. Um, this will be, you know, our first time playing overseas. And I'm excited. And I'm like, you know, like when we went to Jacksonville, uh, what was that, four or five years ago. And we took 2015? about. 2015? Yeah, we took, we took uh, probably close to 1,000 people. Yeah. A buddy of mine called me up, Zach, from the Roaring Riot and said, you know, hey, do you think you can scratch? up some of your friends you know jacksonville's got pools in their stadium we're gonna buy one let's let's buy one pool so i was like yeah i can probably round up some girls let me see what i can do so fast forward about six weeks later we had i want to say about 700 people signed up we had bought every single pool in the stadium Mm -hmm. and then when the uh schedule came out Mm -hmm. and it was listed that it was going to be their very their their season home opener they're like psl owners called and they were like uh they're gonna have to sell us those back and we're like no we're not (laughs) but zach being the nice guy that he is he yeah. He sold one of the pools back. But, I mean, that was an awesome year. I think oh, yeah. I went to probably five or six away games, and um, my work suffered <laughs> a lot. Like, a following year, football though. is very exhausting. Yeah. I mean, you need, like, two days to recover, and then you yeah. got to travel and all that. But, yeah, I missed that season. But it does seem like that their focus is really off that – um, something's just not gelling. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hope they get it together, though. Uh, the last time we started out 0-2, we finished the year at 12-4. and I think that was in 2013. So we can do it. Well, I think even, too, like when the Loyalist fans are kind of like, okay, no more excuses. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just kind of some, something's got to change. Yeah, yeah. And they can. They can get it together. You know, we all go through these these things but i just you know as fans feel like we needed to to kind of say something about it you know because we we don't make all the money that they do <laughs> we spend our hard money you're spending six grand to go to london you know you, you buy a ticket for 200 bucks you buy a bunch of 12 dollar beers you tailgate you know you've spent a ton of money on one day going to see a, a three-hour football game so we're putting our hard-earned money into going because we love you guys because we support you guys so let's yeah. all come come together and and uh and do something about that bring yeah. it back yeah i agree i agree a hundred percent so i hope we i hope they you know could pull out a win in london that yeah. would be awesome i mean we'll see i'll, I'll keep you guys london. posted i know <laughs> that would be so much fun <laughs> do you want to go i'm going by myself <laughs> well with about 900 other roaring riot members i don't know but. I can get, it's october right <laughs> yeah i can't go in october well, oh. i have too much shit going on <laughs> i mean who doesn't right. All right we still love you panthers we do we're not talking shit promise just need to get that energy back up come on fans let's get together maybe we need to go back and listen to some of those games from the uh, 2015 season that the the spanish broadcast is always so much fun that'll get everybody pumped up yeah i did a, I did a story on the spanish commentators that's a trip when that's they started awesome. also uh, when they started uh 
announcing. It was like watching the World Cup, but for the Panthers. <laughs> yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, they used to, uh, the Panthers used to release it, but uh, they don't release them anymore, like the live audio where you can go in and listen to it. Yeah, it's a really? shame they should. Yeah, they it really was some should. deal I think they had with Time Warner Cable or something. Hmm. Uh, Luis Moreno, I love uh, him. Hmm. And he'll always have these like really awesome posts, and I have to go over to his like English page because I'm like, I want to know what he's saying. <laughs> that took six years of Spanish. Can't, Spanish, you can't uh, speak a fucking lick of it. Tanta Rubio. Rubio? I think that's what my Spanish teacher used to call me in school. It means dumb blonde. <laughs> and I know cerveza, so that's about it. Cerveza? Beer. Did you breathe that off a bottle? Yeah. Touchdowns, touchdown. More I do down. know that. That's <laughs> yeah, cool. It's very cool. It's very entertaining. Yeah, that's how I, I was like, God, who are these guys? And so I reached out, and that's how I met Luis. And yeah. He uh, is from Charlotte and went to uh, Catholic high school, and now he's a commentator. They need to they need to release more of that because it's so much fun. I mean, what's the point of them doing it if they don't, you know, really promote it and, and let people enjoy it? Do you, you want know? me to do a tweet with hashtag Tepper? Can you hear me? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> My last one worked. <laughs> what Jenna says happens. That's, you, can, uh, you can make it not happen. always, but you know. You know, I, I I tell you what, I need you to make something happen for me. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm uh, listening. <laughs> I've got a little bit of a beef here with Microsoft this week. Okay. And I'm talking about this because they uh, they kind of messed up, and it's public knowledge that they messed up. They sent out a new update. Windows update, and when I woke up and my computer had restarted, it deleted every single file on my computer. Oh. Every single file on my computer. Uh, so actually, that happened up. at work. A lot of our computers, we just had to update yeah. the operating system or whatever. Mm-hmm. And when it did, some, some people uh, lost all of their yep. files on their oh, laptops. Yeah. So we started kind of uh, going to our IT department mm-hmm. and just making a full backup oh, yeah. just in yeah, case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you shouldn't have to do that, man. Yeah. You know, you shouldn't no, have to. That's garbage. So I, I called and, and raised hell about it and they were able to find my files and restore them. Oh, good. So everything was good. Uh, and then the other day, there was an Another update that came through and it happened again. Oh. So that's twice in two weeks. I talked to four different technicians. They escalated it to level two. Uh, I talked to them yesterday. They still don't know how to fix it. I'm pissed. Yeah, that sounds wow. like a them yeah. problem. That, yeah. Uh, they need to handle. But anyway, <laughs> it is what it is. So let's take a break real quick. And you've got a buddy coming over here in just a few minutes, right? Yes, he is. All right. I hope we have enough beer in the fridge. I know. We might need to have some DoorDash. We yeah. can maybe get DoorDash as a sponsor. Have them bring us some beers. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Mm, yeah, you, you're the one that always seems to make things happen. That's, uh, yeah, let me see if I can get a delivery. Can David so, Tepper help us out? You know nobody at DoorDash. I'm just by a Postmates. <laughs> That's going to be my new hashtag. I'm going to start making trend is uh, Tepper, can you hear me? Because when Tepper, I did it with the me? London hat, next yeah. thing I knew, the next day that London hat was in the store. <laughs> I was, was like, so I mean, I'm not saying I made that happen, yeah. but let's I mean, it was out, pretty coincidental. Let's reach out to David Tepper and get him on the show. All right, That'd be fun. That. Talk to him. Maybe he can give us some good advice. <laughs> Stop ordering DoorDash and save money. (laughs) Okay, yes, sir. (laughs) All right, so we'll be back in just a few minutes here. Going to get some beers and a special guest coming by. QC Confessional Podcast on RadioCharlotte.com. So, what do you guys do for fun around here? Thinking about going out tonight? You should. We are going drinking. Are you ready? Make it epic. The Beastie Boys fought and possibly died for your right to party. Charlotte Radio that rocks. Radio Charlotte. 
All right. Welcome back to the QC Confessional Podcast on RadioCharlotte.com. And we have a special guest here hanging it's out. our first guest. Yeah. First guest ever on the podcast. Right. That's awesome. Glad that you could be our first. Hey, yeah. we'll, we'll be <laughs> gentle. This <laughs> <laughs> is so Mr. John Freeman from Johnny Fly Co. Yeah. Hey, hey. Johnny Fly Co. Nice. Yeah, man. So uh, I've known John for, I don't know, man. Since we were little kids, yeah, yeah, forever. So John's parents and my parents were uh, were good friends and um, uh, still are today. And uh, so John was. Well, how old are you, John? Thirty-two. Thirty-two. Think about yeah. this. And I'm, I'm, Brandon, me why are you always asking everybody's age? Well, because right? well, I didn't want, you know, the perception. Be like, uh, we didn't, we weren't the same age and hung out all the time. So he was younger. Then, like, as he got older, John was driving in the, uh, the NASCAR Bush East Series. So um, I started working with him. We were traveling the, traveling the racetracks, circuit, um, uh, everywhere, really. Yeah, that, that grassroots circuit. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. In the middle of nowhere kind in of race. Middle tracks. of nowhere is Iowa's. I, we were talking about the steakhouse last week. John was with me on the one that we went to. And, um, is that where you could cook your own steak? That No, that one was in Iowa. But, um, mm. Oh, the we Holiday went, Inn one or whatever. Yeah, the Holiday yeah. Inn one. Oh, yeah. Man, I was yeah. just like the most unsuspecting thing. And uh, the you know in the middle of nowhere, and me and John were like, holy shit, look at this. Look at this place. <laughs> <laughs> Kick back some <laughs> bottles of wine. Yeah, please don't start talking about steak. I know. I'm trying not, so I'm hard not, not to. No, 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 you no, guys no, do no. this. You like to start talking about. <laughs> so last week Brandon said he was bringing steaks and that I didn't know. happen. This week you said you were bringing snacks and that didn't happen. I we just need brought a hunger, hangover today. We need to. <laughs> <laughs> so John used to race. Yeah, you oh, know, very cool. Yeah, I kind of came up doing that. Uh, you yeah. know, through uh, through childhood and, and later on, and mm-hmm. um, you know, turned and tried to make my run at you know doing it professionally. Right. Uh, what got you into that? My dad was always into it. He was mm-hmm. always into cars. He raced uh, all kinds of stuff when I was growing up. And, you know, he's really big in the Legends car scene, yeah, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. big in town. And, uh, you know, he was uh, one of the, you know, champions of champions, uh, you know, in, in its early days and nice. uh, kind of got me into it at an early age, I guess. Oh, and cool. worked my way up through the ladder. Had a lot of fun. So. Right. Yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> was, the fast, was the fastest you went? You know, I guess like a, I guess the most intense situation would be like a Dover. You know, I can't remember what our, we set the track record that set time. It was record. one, we averaged it was 160 something, 150 God, something. I don't remember what it was but it was up there um yeah that was wild i mean that's because that's such a small track yeah doing the daytonas or those kind of guys where you do 180 to 200 that's just you're riding around with your foot on the ground like you're on 77 (laughs) that's not quite the speed doesn't feel the same that would be a lot of fun to do i remember being at dover and uh there was a part of the track we couldn't see Mm -hmm. one of the turns and john was out (laughs) doing a qualifying run and uh, all of a sudden you hear it's like a it's like a bowl so you hear everything um i was like oh shit oh shit oh shit i'm just waiting to hear like the boom you know yeah. and uh someone goes he didn't lift oh he didn't lift and he pulled out of it and kept coming I was oh, like, oh nice made it out of that <laughs> one nice, nice. Nice. a veteran told me that's how you're supposed to do it but i think he was trying to get me uh, to wreck out so i wouldn't be uh, <laughs> i think he was just trying to take me out early so what year was it was that johnny fly got kicked up yeah 20 end of 2011 like officially march of 2012 was nice. the website launch yeah. uh and this is you know the early days of e-commerce and 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 social media marketing what didn't really wasn't a thing there's no right. instagram then yeah. Uh, yeah, or, yeah or not much of one to speak of at least you know the whole concept was was to have a brand and have a voice and try mm-hmm. and do something different uh yeah. you know it was a creative outlet i really was um you know itching to do something different I, i'd experienced a lot of things you know brandon and i travel in the world racing and things and saw all kinds of different people and brands that we represented mm-hmm. over time and i said mm-hmm. this is uh you know something we really want to do and a brand was something i wanted to present so mm-hmm. you know started in t-shirts and, and hats and hoodies and you know other uh you know more basic streetwear which mm-hmm. was a way to kind of get started so yeah, yeah. wasn't it like a car show that you were because because you used to go to car shows and set up your uh yeah have a display set up and then um didn't you like have like some cheap sunglasses like this 
sell because it was a car show and it's sunny and mm-hmm. it was outside. And that kind of how the yeah, you sunglass know, piece started. Again, you you know, I, I love sunglasses. Like like yeah. we, when we traveled, I bought a pair of designer something somewhere. Sunglasses mm-hmm. have always been my like it yeah. piece. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so we, we you know when when the brand started, I was like, man, sunglasses would be so cool. Uh, and eventually we evolved, and I found a way to build like a semi inexpensive. Like we were carving out these you know like wooden arms on our dining room table and trying to take them to the trophy shop to get our name pr- printed on them and oh, yeah. use some defunct front pieces from some brand that doesn't exist anymore and right. put together a handful <laughs> of frames. Yeah, I was like, hey, this will be fun. It'll help sell the clothing. It'll help right. bring attention to the brand. Uh, and we went to a, it's called Import Alliance. So mm-hmm. this is like a, the Nopi after Nopi happened when Nopi was huge in the old days. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there's 10,000 cars out there and 100,000 people. Uh, and we showed up with all of our t-shirts, which did well. But you, you know, twenty six dollar t shirt can only make that make so much money. Yeah, right. Uh, right so right. we, you know, and I got there, and uh, uh, but Rutledge, uh, he had his new clothing brand out there, and they're like, oh no, you can't sell t shirts. Hmm. Well, I drove all the way to Atlanta, and I'm like, ah, okay, uh, I got some sunglasses and some hats. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a handful. I made like sixty pairs or something. So I was like, all right, I'll break them out. We sold all of them. Holy crap! In a day. Nice. Um, and that basically funded turning my dining room production situation yeah, into a yeah. learning how to manufacture and manufacture better. Dude, that's awesome. Uh, you know, nice. and every step of the way, it's been a little bit, little bit better every uh, every round. Yeah. And you, so you couldn't sell t-shirts down there? It, you know, they, because of him? I, I was new to that deal, and they said we have too many t-shirt vendors, and they kind of exclusive the automotive branded t-shirt when uh-huh. I got down there. No, I put them on the table and I sold them. So, I, you know, because I was like, I don't know these people. Now, now looking back, I'm very good friends with the people who run that show now. And, uh, you know, they, they've been so supportive of us along the way. So it's funny to think back because I was like, I don't know these people. I'm going to sell them anyway. Uh, but really, the sunglasses are what everyone just loved. They're like, this is so different. This is so unique. The price point was where it was at. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it really launched the eyewear side. Yeah. Uh, you know, and we did numbers that at the time I thought were like the wildest thing ever in the world, uh, you know, which is. Uh, you know, it's years ago now thinking That's about crazy. it. crazy. Funny how it works out like yeah. that. So I remember um, that was just like cheap sunglasses, right? Like cheap eyewear. Then I did, it obviously evolved into. Easy top. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, you know, they were, you know, we started, like, kind of, you were talking about the bar, you know, the bar uh, sunglasses became a thing, like those cheap plastic, you know, that, with the name printed on them uh, way back before that kind of became a fad that mm-hmm. you saw, you know, State Farm and everybody giving out sunglasses. Right, yeah. uh, we started making really unique colors out of these plastic ones to pr- help promote our t-shirts. Uh, and those started selling really well. And I was like, well, how do I make a better sunglass? Because this is just a throwaway piece. Um, and that's kind of what evolved into, okay, how do we carve this out? How do we make, mm-hmm. you know, I, and I loved wood at the time. I was, I was uh, designing and lasering out my own wooden phone cases, hmm. uh, which was really cool and, and unique. A lot of freaking work mm-hmm. uh, for, you know, for a phone case. You can only sell a phone case for but so much. And right, I right. think my labor, uh, my labor, I was getting paid probably $2 an hour to build those things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those are some of my favorite sunglasses, though. Like, I can specifically remember my Yelp sunglasses that I have that yeah. I got at a Yelp event. And then my, I just got a really nice pair fireball sunglasses so mm-hmm. i love the promo sunglasses right. yeah. i mean i like them better than the t-shirts i yeah. think yeah. um no offense but <laughs> <laughs> i love i love the sunglasses so sunglasses yeah definitely that's awesome and especially when they're free <laughs> right how many how many different pairs of sunglasses do you think you've made i know you've got names and series and uh like how many different frames we have now yeah. maybe or, have, or do you think do you think you've done like total since you know we've been trying i know i've got fucking 40 pairs at home <laughs> yeah. like we've been trying to track that number down uh, i mean we're we're well in the six figure number of of wow. uh, frames that are out in the world we have over 89 countries that you know we've shipped to holy shit. um so wow. you know it's wild uh, you know initially we really took off huge in europe with our you know, mm-hmm. and we started focusing on you know i, I was very passionate on the sustainability 
sustainability and we were trying to do that with our clothing uh and the plastic sunglasses weren't going to cut it in that mm. realm uh <laughs> so trying to figure out how to use wood and, and use more natural elements to make a better frame yeah. that's better you know uh structurally but also for the environment and everything else yeah. so, uh that's kind of what evolved um as it as it went you know but i think the wood is what got everyone to look at us and it stood out and then once we kind of got the volume then it's like how do we make this technologically better than everyone else mm-hmm. uh, because you know most of this industry is is dominated by a big conglomerate that owns 80 percent right. of everything yeah. they own the insurance yeah. companies they own the frames the stores they own all of it yeah. uh, so that was uh but they're making the same ray-ban frame style that they've been making since yeah, you know the, the 50s and it's an old door hinge and it's injection molded plastic for the most part yeah, yeah. Uh, so we was like how do we do this better um so, so, part, so how do you? Yeah, so, you know, hey, the quick, yeah, the quick and easy is, uh, you know, we learned, uh, you know, our front sections at one time were made of that plastic material. Uh, we evolved, how do we make the plastic better? That was where we were failing. The frame was failing because plastic breaks. It's, it's brittle. Um, and we discovered out of a lot of research is a material cellulose acetate, um, which is an organic material mostly yeah. derived of either you know, cotton or, or tree pulp. Um, more or less and it's a all organic material it's incredibly durable and flexible much much oh, unlike shit. plastic wow uh, and it's, it's he just twisted these yeah. things around oh i need those what <laughs> And, you know, and once we once we implemented that material, then our hinges started breaking because the frame yeah. wouldn't break. Uh, so then we, we worked with an engineering uh, firm that helped us build our spring hinge, which was more oh, common wow, in like a high end optical frame, not really in a everyday person's sunglass frame. I didn't know that as a female. Like, so one of my things when I'm buying sunglasses is I hate the little nose pieces, the plastic nose pieces, uh-huh. because when I put my sunglasses on top of my head and I have my hair pulled back, it, gets caught it up in pulls your hair. it all out yeah. or it gets caught in it. And I've heard girls talk <clears throat> about that before. Um, but yeah, wh- I didn't know they could bend. That's the other thing is I like always yeah. bend my sunglasses. I didn't know that. Yeah. And I've got a bunch of those. Wait, I guess, is that a relatively new thing? So these don't do that. <laughs> like no, those definitely don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. These are, these are the earlier acetate. Um, this uh-huh. was an acetate that we were working at a different manufacturer than, than this acetate we have now, but that wasn't an early version of our acetate manufacturer. So what do you call that feature? Um, I mean, re- really <laughs> bendy. <laughs> <laughs> it's the bendy sunglasses. <laughs> you know, we, we say, you know, it's acetate, you know, we try to promote, you know, what it is yeah we, we try to say hey don't don't go bend it at home if you bend it enough but if like, you bend like, it yeah. yeah if you bend okay. it enough you probably could yeah could bend it apart but it, it would take a lot so i mean they're right. just incredibly durable unlike yeah. uh, just more flexible stuff. than yeah. the normal pair that you i like that somewhere. you don't have those little plastic things those things are they're on ray-bans and i can yeah. remember when i would buy ray-bans or like dolce and gabbana sunglasses and they would be like 200 bucks and that would be the feature that i hated the most because i would get my hair pulled up in the perfect messy bun I know you guys know about that, right? Yeah. Um, and then I would put my sunglasses on top of my head and I'd go to take them down and then like half my hair would be caught yeah. in the oh, nose pieces because yeah. it would just rip it out. Yeah. yeah. And the other side of that is uh, a lot of our girls love the spring hinge. So this spring hinge like hugs you comfortably but not like leaving the yeah. indentions in the side exactly. of your face. But when you wear them up on your head, it's the best headband yeah. you've ever worn. Girls nice. love spring hinges. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now those, uh, do they float? You know, they ask see. for Jenna um, because there is. Uh, yeah, I've lost a <laughs> lot of sunglasses in Lake Wiley so um, and I noticed like I was in Greece last year and I I purposely only took my Dixie vodka promo sunglasses because they were free and I bet I left probably four different pairs in the bottom of the ocean out there because (laughs) they would just fall off and they don't float and they just go straight to the bottom but I was like hey that's free advertising for Dixie that's true that's right we we get that question a lot you know I say they sink slowly (laughs) it's it's slower than a dense plastic (laughs) (laughs) so if you jump in in time you can grab them now, did you say this was bamboo? 
Uh, so yeah, this pair Brandon has here is bamboo, but that we, we actually don't even offer a. Uh, that's a very retro vintage uh, oh, pair no. there. Good to know. Uh, Good to know. <laughs> so look at that, man. But yeah, like this pair here, you know, my other pair. This is a uh, ebony wood here, but we have over sixteen different species of wood that we use. But we ethically source all of these woods from uh, uh-huh. like sustainable grow houses or or reforestation yeah. um, organizations. So we're not like chopping down rainforest to yeah, build, build yeah, eyewear. Yeah, 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 yeah. I um, love that you say that wood. Wood is a species. Saw <laughs> <laughs> you light up over there. I was like, like wait. What? <laughs> wood species? Well, I just say, like, what color is it? Is it the dark wood or the light wood? Or How do you like your wood? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where do you source that from? Like, how do you like how do you even begin to find that? You know, it's a global collaboration. It's been something, like, every step along the way, how do we make it better? How do we work with a better, you know, people, better firm? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when we when we got in the acetate game, this company we use now wouldn't even have the conversation with me. Right. Because uh, we weren't big enough or didn't have the volume to have that conversation. Mm, yeah. uh, you know, the, the company we use now is based out of Italy. And they're one of the oldest and most long-standing acetate manufacturers, and, and they make some of the highest in Italian eyewear yeah. in the world. Um, and that's where we source the sheets of of this material uh, to then cut them. And, and it's a lot more process. Like you injection mold plastic, you, know, you build a little jig and pour the pour the plastic in, and it creates it. This is actually laser cut out of one sheet, hmm. and then it's uh, heated into a mold and to, to bend it to the mm-hmm. the bend. And then if it's shiny, it was hand polished. If it's matte, it oh, was wow. hand sanded. Like yeah. it's it's very handmade. Uh, wow. So on this first pair that you have from Brandon, you do not have the company name on here. It's kind of like a a Ray-Ban signature thing where they put the signature on the top. So did you, um, but you put it on the side on the bamboo. Yeah, yeah. So did you guys just start doing that? Uh, that's a little bit, uh, you know, we, we were doing it kind of off and on. Uh, it, some of it used to tell whether it was polarized or not. I don't know if this is the pair I got you for flying or what, what that was. I can't tell if these were the polarized version or not. But, uh, yeah, they, along the way, you know, they we've done it off and on. Now it's consistent across the board because we only make polarized frames. Mm-hmm. That used to be a differentiator of which lens you were using. Mm-hmm. Do you, huh. have a, do you have a top seller? Uh, we've got a two, we got a couple. This is Splinter and the Latitude are kind of our, over the years, those are our core frames. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and it kind of fits every face shape. Everyone likes it. it. We have the most colorways in them, naturally, since they're more popular. Uh, and we have a newer frame called the Hughes, which has kind of taken over, and it's got a lot of media exposure recently. So uh, it's quickly approaching to... to poach one of those two yeah that's cool so when you're when you're putting together all this like when you're sourcing the you know the materials and whatnot do you have to actually send all that material to where it's being manufactured or do how does or is someone doing that yeah no it's it's a complicated process it, you know and it changes i guess between everyone if there's a certain color i'm hunting and you know this uh, italian company has a few different uh factories where they'll, they'll make their material so uh-huh. i'll have to find out where that one is and depending on how we source it uh and then you know typically we'll have it laser cut with them or close to them sometimes we'll send it to another uh, factory to do that depending on the frame uh-huh. and how much metal works involved we have other frames that have like acetate and metal mix and different things like that uh so it's you know really there's probably five or six countries involved before all the pieces and parts come here and become what they are and go back mm-hmm. around the world again how long does that should take uh you before know, you start before you start I guess before you start receiving, you know, eyewear. Yeah, I mean, an acetate frame, if it's a, an existing design that I've already got, you know, kind of blueprinted in the CNC stuff, it's a 60 to 90 day. If it's a brand new design that we're working on, typically I say it's, uh, you know, four to six months. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, wow, With really? prototyping. Depending on, now I just built one that, you know, my wife was the inspiration on and she really had the shape and design she wanted. That one took a year and a half because, oh, wow. <laughs> because, because she was like, well, this little uh, spot, and I'm like, no one's so, gonna know. What, what, can you tell us about them? Like oh a, yeah, they're, they're like called- a year and a half for a pair of sunglasses yeah they're that's called, crazy they're called the yeah. figure they're out now and they, the figure actually, figure i like that yeah. <laughs> it's part of our icon collection very palm springs inspired uh, nice. collection so 
but that was her kind of her baby, and we uh, we worked a long time on getting that one exactly perfection. I, I might, I'm not as much of a perfectionist as she is, I think. So, <laughs> so is it just a pair for her, or it's a pair you're going to carry? Oh, it's a pair we, we carry, and nice. we've actually on now we're on the second round of it. It's sold out, and we yeah. we brought it back here in some new colors now. So, so. what is sold out like? Like, what do you order for a um, a batch? I guess like what's your uh, depending on the frame. I mean, so, you know, for something like that, like a test market piece, like that that frame was uh, like five six hundred to a thousand, you know, five hundred to a thousand. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! If it's and an early through those and are on the second round oh yeah we're on the second Wait, round wow. oh yeah no wow. she 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 did well on that one so you know it's uh, it's the in figure the, is making figures it is, yeah. it so is now an icon. what is the what's your price point on something like what is your price point in the store so we try and keep it simple majority of the line is 135 mm-hmm. um, and that's all polarized lifetime warranty mm-hmm. all that good stuff uh, uh we do have a section of our line in our galaxy class collection uh that's it, do, it doesn't have the acetate it's all stainless steel with a wood front uh, and that's our 185 price point mm-hmm. um, stainless steel with a wood with a wood yep. frame so like this front. guy so it's still the same spring hinge situation uh-huh. but you know but it's uh just a little bit different technology we use the metal works uh, a little bit more precise you know metal work costs more naturally but uh you know it's a little bit different style it lets us have a little thinner arm for people who are looking mm-hmm. but it was just something we were missing you know the beautiful part of having the charlotte store is mm-hmm. you get to see what people are missing when we have the website i know why people buy but it's really hard to find out why they're not buying right uh, yeah. the store has been that reason like oh well i'm really looking for this like you get to hear you it talk to all somebody. day yeah yeah i get that face to face and Charlotte's beautiful for that because no one here is from here other than maybe us. Yeah. <laughs> right. We're the three. Yeah, but you know, there's very few, so you get to sample the entire country in a way because everyone's from somewhere that's else. That's very true. That's, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. In case you, you know, listeners didn't know, John's got a, uh, a store. It's over. It's beside the neighborhood theater uh, mm-hmm. in Noda, like directly beside. It used to be the old booking Street, office, right? didn't it? Yeah, they used it as a booking office one time, and um, I know before that it was a porn shop. It was you a know, porn it was, shop. It, it was the toy store next to the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got pictures from the '70s. Isn't interesting to see what was in there before I was that's there. That's right, because the neighborhood theater used to be a, um, used yeah, to be a porn Triple theater. X theater, yeah. yeah. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, Astor Theater. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> so, yeah, so John's got a storefront there. He's got a check. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. It's pretty Do cool. you have stores anywhere else in the South? or That's our, our only personal brick and mortar. We are working on our second. We'll have a second one open in 2020. Um, yes. Where? Um, you don't know. T- t- <laughs> TBA. TBA. Uh, yeah. Stay tuned, QC. Yeah. <laughs> we we planned on actually having it done this year. The the you know we're we're expecting our first child right now, so we're we're super nice. excited. So, Good job. Uh, put us all a little right. bit more behind on that project, but yeah, we're uh, that's really brick and mortar. But we do wholesale all over the country, and we've got a number of stores that carry nice. the line. Nice. What's the website again? JohnnyFlyco.com. Okay. Very cool. Do you guys have a kids line, or will you have a kids line? Ooh. Ooh. I, there, I guarantee there will you. Be, I guarantee you. you Tara's gonna, I Tara's, that's going to be her Brandon next will post pet pictures project. with his kids, and they'll have like the cute little sunglasses <laughs> on, like he's like dressing up, dressing the kids up. And J stuff, Fly. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to definitely have some kids glasses the, coming along. There'll at least be some prototypes floating around. So <laughs> fly, we're, baby. We're, yeah. <laughs> L- little fly. <laughs> little fly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a hip hop artist. M- mosquito. <laughs> Young little fly. fly. <laughs> You got little fly and young fly. <laughs> That's your different age brackets yeah, right there. there. Yeah. There you go. Now you've sold sunglasses in over 80 countries around the world. Are there certain countries, certain areas that you're seeing a lot more orders uh, coming from? Yeah, you know, the, the, the quick story on that really is uh, mm-hmm. early on, I, I thought, oh gosh, we must be so fashion forward because 70% of our early eyewear orders mm-hmm. were from Europe. Oh, yeah. And I was like, nice. oh yeah, I just must be a fashion like, genius <laughs> or something. Uh, you, know, now, you know, because it's all of a sudden, like if Europe wants it first, it's got to be something, which, you know, part Partially, I think you know they did embrace the idea earlier, uh, mm-hmm. but at the same.
same time, that was when the dollar was low and the euro mm-hmm. was high and they could mm-hmm. buy our stuff for 30% off in a yeah. way. Uh, yeah. You know, and that was when we were really cranking it out. Uh, you know, so at that point in time, you know, Great Britain was huge for us. We were in British GQ at that time. Nice. Uh, you know, pushed out that. Um, you know, nowadays we do have our, our office and warehouse in um, Amsterdam, right outside oh, cool. of Amsterdam in Holland. Yeah. So he manages the northern half of Europe for me. I didn't know that. Uh, That's cool. Yeah. yeah. So it, because people want their stuff fast. You know, we live in this yeah. tomorrow world. Yeah. Uh, even though FedEx can get it to them in three days normally, uh, they want it tomorrow. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, we ship most of those orders all out of our, our Holland warehouse, which oh, is that's uh, awesome. Help you know, help distribution. Nice. So, do you ever do like local festivals or anything? I mean, being based out of Charlotte, like where can people find you? Like, I know we've got a couple of festivals coming up. We got Festival in the Park. Yep. We got the uh, Hops and Hogs. Hops mm-hmm. and Hogs is coming up. Uh, a bunch of Halloween stuff. So, mm-hmm. is there anywhere that people can see you? Yeah, yeah. Outside of the store, you know, we are we we do. Oh gosh, I think this year we're going to do like seventy something pop up events. Wow. Um, I mean, we we have our. You'll see our box truck rolling around town. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because it, it holds four stores in it. And we just dump them out, uh, especially yeah. around the holidays. We'll have like three at a time going plus the store. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we, we're doing, um, we're, we're getting prepped up. I and mean, the Girl Tribe events in Charlotte are really yeah. big for us. The what are? Uh, it's girl called tribe? Girl Tribe. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. all the tribe of us girls that yeah. get together. Yeah. I don't even think about, about that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm the one man in that <laughs> room typically. <laughs> Doesn't that happen anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, basically. But they're making money. Yeah. Oh, I got you. <laughs> but you know, th- those are, I mean, we do Front Porch Sunday over at Sycamore Brewery yeah. Yeah. first first Sunday of every month. Uh, you know, we, we do OMB through the holidays. Uh, nice. And their whole nice. uh, German market, um, yeah. but we we have a little event tab on our page where we we post where we're going to be. But I think uh, after this week, we are somewhere every weekend through the rest of the year. And you get a, a team and a staff that does that, right? Yes, yeah, I, I got a good team for that because I know I know the wifey ain't letting me out of the house. When, you, when baby Tom comes, <laughs> when baby Tom comes, you better have a good team. That's right. <laughs> she's already pre- she's already prepped me on that. She says, what, "What's your uh, what's your paternity leave situation look like?" like uh, what's that mean? I was like, "Well, you're my boss." So no. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me. That's a trip, man. Um, do you still do the store in Burkdale? I know you used to do the the holiday like for two months or th- three. Yeah, it was. you know that's that store is what put that made us do this store because we opened that little thirty day store and we're like, oh, this will be fun, and we you know sold a bunch of stuff and, and you know created new fans locally uh, uh-huh. where Charlotte wasn't really our huge market, even though we were from here, no one knew we were here, uh, and then people started beating on my warehouse door as soon as we closed down the pop up store, mm. uh-huh. uh, and that's what led to like, hey, let's try this Noda thing, yeah. you know, yeah. And Noda, yeah. you know, and Noda was a little. That's selfish. a good place for it too. It yeah. is. It was selfish for us because that's where we hung out. We we were in the music stuff, and that's mm-hmm. where we always at shows down there. Always eating food, good mm-hmm. food, and you know, hung out at those bars. And uh, so we selfishly said, "This is our neighborhood that we like, and this is." where we're going to put the store sure yeah. and ultimately where we live so sure yeah. I think that's a good choice that's a cool that's a, and it's a, it, I think it's good for the brand too like it fits right it fits with what what you got it is I think on. it's the forever flagship kind of test store yeah. I'm, I really really love Noda so besides sunglasses you have bags also oh yeah, yeah. so are they Badass backpacks bags. or are they purses or wallets or tell us about that so yeah we're, we're bit, we do um, like travel bags and, and business bags uh, you know backpacks uh, messenger bags and different duffel bags uh um, and a few like little side sling bags uh, that might be like small purses or, or man purses for that matter. Um, but you know, all of our leathers, <laughs> yeah, immerse. <laughs> we can get one on cam. Nothing wrong with that. Um, <laughs> but you know, we've, uh, you know, we, they're all sourced uh, ethically. So we, we take a food source hide that was being thrown away. They're all done with, you know, chemical free with salt water, bark and sunlight. So just like the eyewear with the wood and the acetate, no two pair can be alike. There's mm-hmm. no two bags alike. Like freckle spot scars, whatever's in the hides in, in your bag and right. your bag's your bag. So. There was a bag I remember. Um, I've got one of the satchels, like the messenger yeah. bags or whatever. And uh, there was a bag. I want to say it was one I was looking at. You had in the store that had uh, obviously the the animal that this 
the hide had come from had been attacked and it had oh yeah uh, it had claw, claw marks. marks that was oh, in the Burkdale wow. story yeah yes. and I wanted that bag wow. and it got it got gone before uh, before I could get a hold of it but it had literally had claw marks across the uh, the the fold over like the, the clothes for it from like, getting attacked I was get like away. holy <laughs> shit oh, <that's> <laughs> I wanted that bag too do you yeah. carry any crossbody bags um as far as like a bags that go across your body and like, oh these are like body bags I was like uh, no, like, it's not, not, it's not that kind of company. <laughs> like not that cross, kind of company. Crossbody bags, like, like, well, I carry a cavu bag, um, just because I'm always scared of getting robbed um, in uptown. I don't carry a purse anymore, um, so I always carry a crossbody bag. It's kind of like a messenger bag, I guess, or yeah. like just so that somebody can't rip it off your arm. Sure. Um, so those are my crossbody bag and uh, NFL stadium approved bags. <laughs> yeah. Because, man, they like to crack down on us. But I can carry any size bag as long as I put it in a plastic bag, which makes no sense to me. But, That's right. Well, yeah, we, we've got a we've got a uh, we call our convertible bag so it it, okay. it, can, it turns into a either a backpack a messenger or a crossbody okay. and it's got attachments for all three things which that bag's super unique to that because we're trying to fill three voids in one bag but it's a uh, it's it's fun because i like it traveling because i i, I want to look at business i do it as a, a messenger and then when i'm in the airport as a backpack and you know when i'm on a scooter it, it's a it's a sling <laughs> bag so yeah but you, did you do a camera bag too like oh yeah for, we do for, uh, we do have our camera bag yeah that's cool uh, yeah it's just kind of exclusive all the separators and things like that you know most of this even the eyewear the bags like all this stuff is kind of uh, uh born out of things that i wanted that mm -hmm. i couldn't find you know mm -hmm. and that was the eyewear i couldn't find the shape or i couldn't find a natural ver you know something different so i'm not wearing the same ray and that 30,000 mm -hmm. other people are wearing yeah. at that same room, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and, and the bags were the same way. So when we found a need for something, I was like, I, I was buying these high dollar camera bags, carrying my camera gear. And I'm like, gosh, there's gotta be, I wish it had this, but I wish it didn't do this. So yeah. well, let's make it the way we want it. So you just make your own. Yeah, and then it changes every time. We hear enough customer feedback. It, it you know, it does go into the bag. I mean, uh, some of the, some bags are probably on their seventh edition. No one would know oh, the wow. difference looking at them, but there's little just things. There's like little, little updates yeah. and changes. Wow. That's yeah. cool. How many different bags do you have now? Um, I think we've got right right around ten, uh, you know, live SKUs right now. So that's cool. But you know, we try and keep it simple, and, and we're working on uh, trying to expand that. You know, leather's not as consumable maybe as eyewear would be, as, mm -hmm. as fashion and other things make eyewear kind of move uh -huh. along a little quicker. Uh, you know, and you're, when you have your bag, we build these things to last for a lifetime. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. uh, so you, and once you collect them all, you're you're, you're kind of done. So you know, we, we're working on trying to come up with some other accessories or maybe plugins to make your bag do this or make your bag do that. Oh, nice. Gotcha. So that's something kind of down the road. I know that my message, I've had it for coming up on three years now, I think, and it's changed like it's darkened so much over time. Like it's, it's mm -hmm. actually cooler back today than it was mm -hmm. when I first got it. Yeah. But um, I know you put a lot of attention to detail into like the eyewear and stuff that's going on. Like what's, so how does that transpire over to the bags? Yeah, like, like, like where I know you have, like who, who makes them, I guess. So yeah, they're sourced out of the South of India. These, these are like, like fifth generation leathersmiths. That's all they've ever done. Uh -huh. um, I sent my original designs around to like in, in five different countries, including the US, mm -hmm. uh, looking to see who can make the design sustainably, uh, you know, and then kind of fill all the voids and hit the price points that we mm -hmm. needed, you know, cause we wanted to bring it in at a, a good price. Um, and these guys blew it out of the water. I, I don't care if, if it cost twice as much as any other bid that I had, that was the best bag uh, mm -hmm. that I could find built anywhere. Well, that's um, cool. So we've kind of maxed out their capacity in a way, uh, but uh, I love them for that. I don't want them to change either because uh, it keeps the quality the way it is. And uh -huh. you know, we, we typically are sold out of a few different styles at a time, but we try and keep them pretty stocked up. So we're bulking up for holidays right now. So, nice. That's uh, cool. But yeah, it's been 
been an adventure. That's cool. And you just you said to never designs like hey, this is what I want it to look like, be like. Yeah. Here's where I want it to buckle and snap or whatever. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll literally tape paper to a thing to say hey, I want this to look like that. You know, just make make tech kits more or less. Uh-huh. Um, but there's not a, a cut and dry tech kit for bags. Um, you know, so we just kind of work that Photoshop things, render things like we. However, we can get the idea across. Like here's exactly what it's got to be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'll cut we'll cut up old bags and sew them back together the way we what we're trying to dream up. Oh, so. really? Yeah, it's, it's cool. a it's a fun process. That's nice. cool. Has there been a review or a customer comment or feedback or something that you've received from a customer that really means a lot to you and, and kind of keeps you inspired moving forward? It, you know, one of the biggest things that customers asked for for years was prescription. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's oh. something that really uh, I thought was a mountain that I was never going to be able to climb because mm-hmm. that's there's a lot of red tape and there's mm-hmm. a lot of knowledge that I'm, I'm not a doctor. I didn't go to med school. Right. Yeah. Uh, I don't you know I, I didn't ever launch i launched this in fashion not in optics yeah um you know so it was a big learning curve it took almost two and a half years uh till we launched mm-hmm. you know being able to turn our frames into prescription we make the frames prescription grade like the actual frames had to be produced a little differently uh, uh a lot more expensively <laughs> or you know it caught much more cost but that allowed even for your standard consumer sunglass frame mm-hmm. is so much more of a frame than you'd ever find in a normal frame because yeah. we build these at optical yeah. uh, prescription level uh and you know and that's been the biggest thing i think because um, i finally had one customer who's like i don't care i'll pay anything hmm. uh just get these prescription get these prescription and so i pushed through figured a lot of things out for this one mm-hmm. customer because he wanted like six pairs done yeah um and it made me just kind of get over the hump and yeah, yeah. you know and that's probably in the notice store at least it's one out of four customers is a prescription right. customer yeah wow that's cool wow that's cool yeah. i know I, I was looking at him at one point because I, I don't wear glasses a whole lot but at nighttime i do when i take my contacts out try to get my eyes at rest but um i like to get a pair of prescription Chinese flies. Oh yeah, and the blue guard tattoos. They got to be able to fit some fucking coke bottles though, because I'm That's blind right. as <laughs> They do. I'm fucking blind. Hey, as we got some I new... can't find my way out of, out of the hallway for that much. Tara's the same way, and you remember I used to be too. I mean, I had LASIK like 11 oh, years right. ago before yeah. I knew this was going to be a thing, right. uh, or I may have held off. But at least uh, my wife's still blind enough that I can use her to test some stuff. So. <laughs> yeah, I had LASIK too. So did you? Yeah, I, I need it. Yeah, I like, I get a great discount. I have to give you my discount code. Really, I, I need it done because I mean I've, I'm like. Literally, I'm blind as a bat. I can't Scariest see shit. thing I've ever done in my life, but yeah, probably one of the best decisions ever. All right. And nice. I remember us banging around in hotel rooms when we both had our contacts out. Like, oh I remember God, how bad yeah. that was. <laughs> oh, yeah. Men. Yeah, bl- oh, blowing up bean bags. Me, me and John got some crazy stories of like early morning flights, leaving races or leaving, <laughs> leaving places. And uh, my wife, whenever, it used to be funny when I could be, be going out of town and be like, so where are you going this weekend? Uh, me and John are going to go to wherever, wherever. Be, oh. <laughs> it's gonna be one of those. Yes, I'm like, uh, no, it's fine. You know, we're we're always good. She's like, yeah, you're always good. <laughs> good at it. <laughs> All right, let's take a break for a couple of minutes here. I want to hear some of these stories. Oh from yeah, guys, growing up, I can only imagine. Yeah. Uh, more with John Freeman. JohnnyFlagco.com is a website. We'll be right back. It's the QC Confessional Podcast on RadioCharlotte.com. Boom. Charlotte Radio that rocks. I'm quite aware of the way humans usually reproduce, which is messy, unsanitary, and based on living next to you for three years, involves loud and unnecessary appeals to a deity. Oh, God. Yes, exactly. Radio Charlotte. Hey, Charlotte, it's fall festival season, and coming up on Saturday, October 5th, is the Hops and Hogs Beer, Barbecue, and Music Festival. Collective Soul. Lifehouse. 
puddle of mud. Fuel. Tonic. Paper Tongues. Sister Hazel and Casca Sun. They'll have the KCBS Hobson Hogs Barbecue Challenge and 20 of the best breweries from around the Carolinas. Go to HobsonHogsFest.com for tickets and more information. It's the Hobson Hogs Beer, Barbecue, and Music Festival Saturday, October 5th in historic rural hill, Huntersville. Charlotte Radio that rocks. Oh my God! You've got mail. You bastard! RadioCharlotte.com Hey, welcome back to the QC Confessional Podcast on RadioCharlotte.com. It's Ren and Jenna and Brandon, and we've got a special guest in the studio today, John Freeman from Johnny Flacco. JohnnyFlacco.com is the website if you want to go there and uh, check it out. We're going to hear some stories from Brandon and John from, uh, from the road from years ago. And John, have you been listening to any of the podcast episodes so far? Yeah, I listened to last. And you still came on? Yeah, we want to. Yeah, what's your feedback on it? What do you What do you think? Oh no, I've enjoyed it. No, I think it's perfect. It's a little bit of everything. It's uh, what's happening in Charlotte. What Charlotte was. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what you know. I yeah. think uh, you'll get a good core. Do you want to go with us and eat steaks up at Scores? Oh, yeah. I, need a gen- I need a gentleman, and neither of these guys are gentlemen. So. I, I really want to. I listened to the steak one yesterday, the day before. I was like, I have got to have steak. <laughs> right? Like, oh, yeah. after that. So you, uh, the steaks. steak sales in Charlotte went up. Yeah. Man, God, it was brutal after that show. You're it was. Here, I'm like, no, no, no it's too late, man. Wings. I'm not going to eat. I but today. Damn. All right, it's John, you time. are the guest here, so you get the questions. Uh, let me see here. Some of these questions, uh, some listeners have sent in, some found on the internet, (laughs) some we borrowed from some other people. So, uh, let's see here. What is the fiercest animal you could take in a fight? (laughs) (laughs) A mouse. No. (laughs) I'm not going up against a grizzly or anything. (laughs) All right. Would you rather always be able to eat as much as you want without getting fat or never pay for a meal again? Uh, Eat as much as I want. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'd pay for good food. (laughs) If you were sent back to the Roman Empire with a fully charged iPhone... How could you take over the world? It'd be pretty tough because there's no data. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I could just show them pictures and I could become a sorcerer or something, I guess. So. <laughs> I have a flashlight, I guess. There's some, there's some positives. Freak them out a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> I'm here for you. Yeah. <laughs> what is the grossest thing you do that you hide from others out of shame? Oh, yeah. I'm going to tell that right away. Yeah. Let me just put that out there. <laughs> uh, are you asking him? No, yeah. You're, oh. you take I love you. Yeah, oh, so I think that's is really gross and I do it all the time but I like to eat crackers um, with uh, cream cheese and like blackberry jam I think that's really gross but for some reason that sounds good actually I can see that I don't know it was like when I was a kid I started doing it and the grossest thing that you do is that what you said yeah that you don't tell anyone yeah that you don't tell anyone God, I don't know I'm such a I'm such a germaphobe <laughs> yeah, and OCD too. about keeping <laughs> things fucking clean I don't really like I don't, I don't think I do anything gross <laughs> oh great so make me look like <laughs> thanks a lot <laughs> If you could choose two people to fight in a no rules cage match, who would you like to see fight? I mean, uh, right now going around the internet, there's the uh, was it Justin Bieber, Tom Cruise thing? Yeah, I think it is. Justin Bieber, yeah, Tom like, Cruise. Here, let me beat up a sixty year old man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Vin Diesel and Dwayne Johnson would be amazing oh, if you yeah. actually let them go at it. They you know, especially because they love each other so much at this moment. Right. <laughs> uh, if you got a thousand dollars for every day you don't masturbate, how many days would you last? <laughs> 
a thousand dollars for every day every day that you don't how <laughs> how you i'm a girl we can go forever if i'm getting paid a thousand dollars a day for I something know, right? it's, yeah. it's gonna go for yeah. a long wasn't time wasn't that the bet that they did on seinfeld with elaine and jerry yeah and yeah, yeah. yeah. comes yeah. in like after day yeah, one yeah, he like yeah. slaps the money down he's like i'm out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you get to take one free throw to win one million dollars or if you miss you can never use a smartphone ever again would well, you take I'm that out. shot <laughs> no yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. <laughs> I definitely am not making the free throw either way. So, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not making that. So no. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and cut my losses here. All right, we'll do one more here. If aliens came to Earth to blow it up, and you were chosen as the peacekeeper, what would you say to them to save the world? Want to see my boobs? <laughs> <laughs> that usually solves a lot of problems. <laughs> All right. <Yeah. laughs> What are these boobs you speak of? Yeah. Aliens don't have boobs, though, do they? I don't know. I don't Some know. of them? I total recall the woman. My alien does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I want to hear some stories from the road. I know you guys got uh, got quite a few. Oh, yeah. Because you do. guys go back a long ways here. Oh, yeah. At John's baby shower, they were telling Tara and some <laughs> Yeah. Some we were telling yeah. stories we probably didn't even yeah. tell at the baby shower. <laughs> yeah, the baby shower is probably <laughs> the wrong place to, t- to tell some of these stories. That's so that's we were... Uh, right, where their men are going to the, went to the baby showers? Oh, yeah, it's a joint, yeah. Yeah, it's a new, oh, yeah, apparently it's a, it's a new thing, I, yeah. so I'm told. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> Which I got to have my friends there, so that was better, because I was going to have to be there either way. So. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> do I have to do anything at this? Yeah. <laughs> we, um, we were in Boston for, uh, well, actually, the race was in New Hampshire, but we had come down from, from Boston, and uh, we're, the race was over. We're done. We're flying back out, so we went, <laughs> we went out to Boston that night. And we had a long week, too. A long it week. It was the day of the race, or the night of the race. It was the night of the race, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We went down there. And, I was dehydrated. Um, I forget what the name <laughs> of, the, of the place was. Ned, um, Ned Devines. Ned Devines, in, yeah, uh, was the name of this venue. So they had the uh, MTV's number one co- cover band playing. They were oh, like, right. They were called. They were called MTV's number one cover band. I guess <laughs> they had ran some. They had some fucking TV show or something that right. was like a contest to, for who was the best cover band. So this band was playing. And John wasn't even twenty one yet. So I was showing. <laughs> yeah. I was. I was showing John how you how you drink underage <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, and straight up order from the bar as if you were you know uh, mm-hmm. if you were twenty one without ever having to show an ID. How to do it like. The- <laughs> Like, yeah. all right, this is what you do. Yeah. So, <laughs> the beer to your mouth. Oh, yeah. So we were having, we had quite a few cocktails, and John was trying a few different drinks, and whatever he didn't like, I would just drink myself. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hammered. And, this is uh, an early cocktail experience. Yeah. So we go up in this place, man, and um, we're watching the band. The band was killer. And, uh, or at least we think they were. I think, I, I, after I, the cocktails at dinner, they could have I think been they terrible, were great. They, yeah. yeah, they might have been bad. But um, <laughs> we, uh, I see this girl walk up to John, and she leans over, and it looked like she whispered something to him or said something to him. You know, She's a cute girl. Yeah. Yeah, the place is loud, so I'm, I can't hear. Yeah. <laughs> I can't hear like what's happening, you know. So all of a sudden, John kind of like jumps and, and perk, like stands stands to the still for a second and kind of looks like shocked. And I was like, "Buddy, what did she say to you?" He's like, "Man, she just bit my ear." What? Girl went Tyson on me. Like, yeah, like, just like took leaned a over like she wow. was going to tell him a secret and bit his ear. Wow. And he like jumps up. I was like, he's like, I was like, I don't even know what to think right now. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't a nibble. I mean, she like clenched down and she's going after it. Like yeah. I was like, what is okay? Wow. And then walked off. Is this what uh, yeah. underage drinking involves? Yeah, is this what, is what happens after 21? Like, maybe this is normal? I don't know. But we uh, we continued to, to drink and hang out at this bar and have a good time. And I think it closed at four or something. It was really late. Yeah, it was nice. late. And there was I think a baseball game had ended that night, too. Yeah, so there yeah. was a lot of Boston fans were out in the streets and, you know, chanting and whatnot. And uh, me and John were just trying to get a sandwich. And... Uh, 
it was time for us to get a cab. This is pre Uber days. Yeah. So um, I don't. I, I and this think, is when your smartphones lasted like four hours, so we didn't have a smartphone to call anyone either. So. <laughs> no. We but we need our flight was early in the morning, so we were ready. We needed to get back to the hotel room, and I remember like we couldn't. A cab wouldn't stop. We couldn't get one to stop. Yeah, they time. wouldn't stop. So Brandon's a, a great self ran out in the middle of the road, hey! you know, <laughs> just standing in the middle of a, a six lane freaking highway. I mean, it was like Independence Boulevard, is what it looked like. And he's standing wow. out in the middle, waving out in a cab in Boston. You know, they're you know how friendly that you know yeah. up north you know the southern charm they had so uh, <laughs> it wasn't a good we got in the cab he we wasn't got a happy cab, about it got a cab. yeah he was not happy nice. about it at all he's like man that was really stupid i was like thank you sir for picking us up <laughs> yeah. and brandon then, then he went to sleep yeah <laughs> passed out in the cab we got back to uh got back to the hotel crashed out Oh, he tried to ask some woman in the lobby for if she had a sandwich. Oh, yeah. She, she was, was really hungry. She's obviously yeah. on a very important phone call. And I walk up whispering to her. I excuse me, ma'am. Do you have a sandwich or anything? <laughs> <laughs> we're in a really nice hotel, too. I forgot I remember. Uh-huh. What were y'all doing up there? You were there for the race? We yeah. had raced in New Hampshire, but that was the closest. Uh, you are in Dover. Or no, no, we were in New Hampshire. Hampshire. Oh. We, we, the team we drove for at the time sent us in and out of airports that weren't necessarily that close. Yeah. <laughs> we, had to, we had to fly somewhere and then drive a few hours. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they were just like, we're going to get you in the regional vicinity. Yeah. <laughs> it's, your, it's your job to get to the racetrack. <laughs> but tell them about that. So, so the next morning, well, I knew, we, you know, Brandon sleeps like a vampire. So he, he sleeps in his clothes, like with his arms crossed over his shoulders. Like when he sleeps, he looks dead. I have, I have probably a montage of photos of him asleep like he's dead. It's only, that's only how I you sleep in hotel rooms. Some of those. I'm yeah. freaked out by the, the he will sheets not and whatnot. Touching and so, anything. Oh, yeah. God, and so. I know he doesn't sleep under the covers. Like that was our thing. We, we, we traveled together for years. I know that's his thing. Like vampire on the covers, don't let skin touch the bed. Uh, <laughs> so, so, you know, I knew, so in our, our infinite wisdom at the moment, we said, we, we have to be up so I called the front desk and you know and, and said I'm sure very eloquently like call us 10 times make sure mm-hmm, we're awake mm-hmm. uh, you know and I'm, I'm set 42 wake up calls I'm sure <laughs> <laughs> so uh, next thing I remember is this uh, really tall Jamaican guy standing at the foot of my bed the, in the next morning hey 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 <laughs> you know and I was like oh my god you know I'm freaking out like, why is this guy in my room like this is like uh, where am I you know everything happened and then I was like oh so you're going to be late for your flight da 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 I won't do, do an accent but um, <laughs> <laughs> he says, you're going to be late for your flight. You know, I was like, okay, thank you, thank you, thank you. And then so he walks out and he's almost at the end of the door and, I'm, and I look over and I kind of see the hump of Brandon undercovers, which I was already like blown away by. Uh, and I was like, Brandon, Brandon, he got your own sir, there's no one else in the room. You know, who, who are you yelling? I'm just nobody's in the room. And then about that time, the bottom of the bed starts like shuffling. You know how tight they tuck these beds yeah, in. Yeah. And Brandon, Brandon births from the end of the bed <laughs> with his head come out of the end of the bed. Like literally looked like the bed gave birth to Brandon. And th- this guy turned white. Like he's up against the wall like, what in the hell is this guy? Because the bed was still made, but he was under it backwards oh, uh, and burst from the end. So, so we, <laughs> it completely sounds like Brandon. <laughs> like this guy was so afraid. Like, I wish I had a, a video. Of that moment. Oh yeah, Man. we barely made that flight though. Oh yeah, right? John was like, uh, he said, I was like, buddy, um, I don't really feel all the best. Do you want to? <laughs> are we going to make this flight, or you just want to catch the? It was next like forty-five one? minutes from then. Yeah, he's, yeah, the flight was leaving in forty-five oh, minutes. Wow. So yeah. he's like, man, I was like, man, I don't think we're going to make this one. I was like, let's just let's just sleep for a little bit. And we'll catch the next one. So we both kind of lay there for a second, in silence. I was like, John, do you want to go home? 
He's like, yeah. I was like, fuck it, let's go. So we like levitate out of bed, literally open up the duffel bag, one of the duffel bags at the end of the counter and just swipe everything off of it into our bag. Doesn't matter who's is who's, we just threw it in the bag. Whose shit it was. We just pushed everything in the bag, zip it up. We run, stumble down the hall. We're bouncing off the walls, get downstairs, get to the airport, run to the counter, like straight smell. Like I feel like I'm sweating liquor and booze. You were. Oh, yeah. And uh, run up to the counter. I was like, ma'am, ma'am, I know we're really late for our flight. We're, We're trying to go to to charlotte we've got to fly to whatever whatever time she's like okay hold on one second she's like i can probably get you in the flight but your bags are not going to make it don't yep. give a fuck about that that's fine we'll come back and get them we just got to get on this plane which so, they don't do that anymore yeah they don't yeah. do that shit anymore yeah. so we um there was a long line of the security a security check-in so we started running she's like you're gonna have to run guys i'm like oh god i have no shame to be running right now so we're we run to security and the secu- there's a guy that one of the uh, tsa guys it was this pre-tsa no like, no this is like this, this is post yeah this is uh 2009 like maybe that. seven or eight uh, yeah. yeah so i'm running and the guy's going like two passengers to charlotte right here two passengers to charlotte like like he got like they obviously called you know said they were yeah. we were coming so we, we run by everybody in line get through security run to the gate the lady's holding the door she's like come on run come <laughs> like on the plane's going we, it's like slow motion <laughs> yeah it's like some chevy chase shit dude we like couldn't run any run this thing man and I, I, we get she shuts the door behind us they were they shut the door the plane behind us as, as soon as we get on we look at our ticket we're at the back of the plane very back the plane. I thought you were going to say it was the wrong plane. No, 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 hell no. We get on the, we get on the plane and both of us pass out like head to head, like right. like like knock, yeah. like knock out. But we had to pass the entire full plane of people who waited on us an extra oh, yeah. ten minutes. They were oh, fucking pissed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so we everyone were, was mad. Yeah. Like you know, so we had to face all that. So we get to Charlotte, and get get off the plane, get out to I think I can't remember if I drove to the airport or you drove, but we get to the parking deck and I kind of stand there for a second. I was like, John. You get to drive? He's like, no. <laughs> I was still? Like, uh-uh, still, I was like, yeah, man, me neither. And, uh, and I say, luckily we weren't hungover because we were still we were, we were still I was still, yeah. I was still drunk, <laughs> still drunk. And uh, I was like, well, man, you're not you're not 21. I'm gonna have to drive because we get you get pulled over. Like we're both getting fucking DUIs right now, like 10 o'clock in the morning. So my wife lived in an apartment at the time and uh, uh, got John home. And I went over to her house and she opens the door and like and it hasn't seen me in for, for you know like a week. I walk in. She's like, oh god. God, did you did you stop and drink somewhere on the way home from the airport? I was like, no, this is from last night. She's like, oh baby, co- just come lay down, just come lay down. I like fucking face plant on the fucking bed. It was out. Felt like shower. Let me. Oh, it was bad. Shower. I was like, I was like, I was never drinking again. You did that whole fucking uh, number. Yeah. So, uh, but it was, uh, yeah, I think it was. I've seen you do that number about. 20 that's happened times. a few times. <laughs> that's happened a few times. A few times. When, when I have a, the, the, when the purpose is to go tie one on, I definitely have a good time. Right. But uh, but that's yeah. So my wife laughs about all of our adventures. <laughs> yeah. We missed many a planes. We booked planes oh, a month yeah. before or a month uh, of the wrong month, and you know showed up at the airport oh, and had a, had a flight. You guys the are a little early. Yeah, we're like, oh okay, a couple oh, that's hours. Fine. We'll have a couple of drinks all the way for the plane. <laughs> no, your flight's next month. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Do you have happened. any today? <laughs> yeah. yeah. $2,000 later, we're, we're in California. Uh-huh. That's happened a couple times. Um, Where did you go in California? Why did you go out to California for? We were in Los Workers, Angeles yeah. for some meetings. And it wasn't even a racing some meetings. stuff. Yeah. 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 I, that's exactly what Megan says. Meetings, huh? Very that's what, yeah. And Brandon and I had a lot of meetings. Yeah. That was so racing. We were working on a racing sponsor and we had to stay at the, well, I don't know, the standard or some, you know, yeah. some hole in the wall. Some, some hole in the wall. Shit. Yeah. Oh, no. shit hole. Nice. We actually were out there meeting with Von Dutch. That's, yep. that's, that's what we were Yeah, Von Dutch. With. Oh, hell. Yeah. I remember, remember that? Von Dutch. Yeah. Well, yeah. he started off, isn't he uh, the original guy that started pinstriping on racing cars? His dad was, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah I was big into Von yeah. Dutch. So we Von went Dutch first went to that to their headquarters, and which is cool. That was, I remember that was that. cool yeah. shit. Yeah. Where is Von Dutch these days? Is Von Dutch even still around? Uh, hell, I don't know. I know that. I think they're still licensing their branding. I've seen it licensed a couple times. Yeah. Just no yeah. more trucker hats. Their staff, like we met some of their staff, it was very different than what I thought. What was their stuff it, like? It just wasn't as corporate like as you. It's it's like what you see in media today of like yeah. California new companies. It was like very early ahead of its time. Yeah. I feel like, mm-hmm. like yeah, very different. Yeah. Like their marketing team, I was kind of like, you got you guys are the the marketing. Yeah, team behind it was just like brand? a giant factory. Like, I mean, it looked like Fantasy yeah. Factory or something. It yeah. was it was unique. Yeah. Um, so we stayed we stayed that night at the standard course. We went out and hit Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is one of my first times in LA. I oh think. yeah, we tore that up. And then what's we went the uh, what's the bar there that everybody goes to across from the Sunset? Uh, well, the garage is across the street with the worst bathroom that I've ever been in in my life. What's the place with the mechanical bull? Oh, the Saddle Ranch? Yeah. yeah we went there. Uh, yeah, we yeah. were there. We went there. Saddle Ranch is a blast. I've had many, many a good time there. Yeah. But we, we, we uh... <laughs> there, there's a celebrity party happening at the pool yep. below our room so you could see all these like people and the yeah. big thing going on and mm-hmm. then... Uh, we were checking in so so we go to the check-in counter and it was like, you know how like a lot of the hotels or places will have aquariums behind the check-in counter? <laughs> they had an aquarium but it had fish in it. No. <laughs> it had humans in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so the pool? <laughs> who, who acted like cats. They had humans, yeah. They were, act, they were acting like cats. <laughs> they were licking, licking them, you I, know, their I'm hands. I'm trying to and... check into this hotel room and I'm looking at this this girl that's like not really wearing anything acting like a cat like that's in an aquarium behind a glass wall. I'm like, Playing with yarn. I'm just kind of staring at it and staring at it and the guy's like, sir, sir. I'm like, hold on Man, man, I'm really distracted right now. I was like, what's happening in this aquarium? Like, what the fuck do you Welcome guys do? This like, yeah, that's exactly yeah. how I felt. Yeah. So we, uh, but the standard has this um, has a, a thing with their hotel rooms. They have bean bags in all their hotel rooms. Huh. So we get back to the room. We're we've had a good time. John goes to jump on this bean bag and it burst. Explode. We had when we had the sliding glass door open, and so all the beans fly out over this pool party. Yeah, so it just, over the pool. It's like yeah. it was snowing downstairs. Like all the filling for the bean bag is like flying out of the room one of my friends stops by the hotel room she walks in she's like what the fuck did you guys do in here like you can't see a bit of floor it's like a like like it's just filled with yeah it's just all like the little white uh, styrofoam like little little balls but it was it was so fucking funny man I found it my stuff for like two years I kept finding these balls that you never can get rid of oh yeah came home had shit all in my bags Megan was like what is all this I was like oh we busted a beanbag in the hotel room she's like I don't even I don't even want to know like I don't even want to know I was like oh I've got some pictures (laughs) (laughs) oh that's right they had um, another one of their things is they would put fun saver cameras in the hotel room yeah so we opened up the fun saver camera and took pictures (laughs) of all this fucking mayhem we were doing and then forgot about it and then got the camera roll developed I was like oh my god like a year year later or something we finally developed it (laughs) (laughs) but we went downstairs and we're like oh god we're gonna have to pay $200 and we're like hey you know we we blew up the beam it happens all the time yeah he's like it happens all the time you're fine we have one of those I was like but it's really all in the room he's like it's totally fine we're good <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, never a bad time at the Standard. I remember uh-huh. my first time out in LA. That was my. I think. I think we went to Saddle Ranches first. My buddy Nick was living out there. You know Nick Spain. Yeah. Yeah. Nick was living out there and went out to go see him and. Uh, yeah, we ended up at the standard. We had a, we had a good we had a good time. LA's fun, especially when people find out you're from North Carolina and it's your yeah. first time oh, in yeah. LA. They oh, want to make sure yeah. you have a real good time. So <laughs> we, I'll uh, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've got I've held some of them I can't remember, man. But uh, you know, my I'm, there's a joke like I'm not allowed to make pizza in my house anymore. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, so apparently, like we, but John would and I would go out. We'd have a little too much fun. I'd get a cab and come home first thing I wanted was pizza so I'd have like a red baron pizza you know I'd throw the thing in the oven and I would pass out the couch before the pizza was done so there was a few times that um, 
I had burnt the pizza or like I would set alarm on my phone like 20 minutes later to make sure I'd wake up and I'd sleep through the shit and my wife saw me one night she's yelling at me over the banister like screaming my name and I wake up and the fucking kitchen's full of smoke and the pizza's burnt it's been four hours <laughs> so I was like oh hell not again <laughs> Megan blames me on this stuff I, I you know I don't know how I'm, I'm always tied to these like worst experiences well she saw a picture like I was leaving him somewhere one time and uh, we pulled up to. I was like buddy we gotta get the cab and go to the grocery store he's like what do you need some grocery I was like a pizza he's like no yeah, no. we don't we're not burning a pizza tonight we're not allowed to have pizza <laughs> yeah. so my wife sees a picture of us at the grocery store buying pizzas she's like oh Jesus here we go <laughs> so sure enough yeah, I burnt that one too I think one night I was so hungry like I had cooked a pizza for about an hour and a half in the oven and I ate it anyway like, <laughs> whatever yeah, yeah. Like, it, it was your terrible mouth was my mouth was peeling for three days right burnt the shit out of my mouth <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't cook pizza at home anymore not allowed <laughs> get that late night door dash uh, yeah, this is this is pre DoorDash yeah. days. The <laughs> yeah, technology has changed a lot. I don't know if we've been in as much trouble if we had the same technology we have now. I know I can stay home. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to be out in trouble anywhere. <laughs> I can't think of any other ones off the top of my head that I can tell anybody. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> you just had to be there. Right. Let's take a break here real quick, and we'll come right back, and we'll wrap it up. Going to tell you about a couple of things coming up here in Charlotte real soon, and we'll be on our way QC Conventional Podcast on RadioCharlotte.com. Hungover from another bar crawl. What the fuck happened last night? <sighs> it's okay. We are too. Hey, bro, you mind putting on some pants? Radio Charlotte, the bar crawl of Charlotte Radio. Am I missing a tooth? All right. Welcome back to the QC Confessional Podcast on RadioCharlotte.com again. Special guest, thank you very much, John Freeman from Johnny Fly Company. JohnnyFlyCo.com is the website. And Brandon, weren't you, what was it that uh, you posted on, on Facebook the other day you wanted to talk oh, about? Oh, wait, 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 wait. You wanted oh. to talk about, oh, is this a different conversation though? What's that? The conversation about how men are not economically uh, oh, uh, attractive. Uh, economic, I laughed. That's a whole like, fucking. I don't even have a boyfriend and I'm like, Brandon wants to talk about relationships with me. Like I'm the last person you need to be talking about. I just thought that was a funny thing that got posted. That, that, that I was reading it because I just listened to these two females. Do you know what we're talking about? WBTV. It was something about how um, I guess people aren't getting married anymore, and, and women aren't, aren't aren't interested in getting married because men are less economically attractive than they mm. used to be. Or maybe, or I don't think it's that they used to be. I think, in my opinion, it's the standard has gone way to fuck up. Yeah. yeah. So because I was sitting next to these, uh, this group of women the other night, but literally these women were talking about, you know, I'm just. So so sick of the fucking dating game. I'm tired of this shit. I just want to find a man with some money so I don't have yeah, to do exactly. all this no, and that. No, 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 I'm I'm like, and I was never like, said that. I, I, all of them I, were like that. Every fucking one of them were, was talking about, I know, wouldn't it be nice? I mean, I would put up with some bullshit if I, if I could just be like, know that I'm, that I'm financially okay. Wow. What was the age range of these it's women? Like, uh, they were probably early 20s. Like, no, they were late, late 20s, early 30s maybe. I've never had that. Yeah. I, I've never, I mean, and it's why I work as much as I do because mm-hmm. I don't ever want to have to ask anybody for money. Right, I hate right, that right. feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like the most. Well, I, th- I think the point of the article was was how like women are more independent now, mm-hmm. and yeah. you know they're they're mm-hmm. making well, their money, they're taking care of themselves, and, and and I and I totally get that. I also think that the standard of what they're looking for in, in a man has has gone up, and it's mm-hmm. more economically based than anything else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Am 
my my personal opinion and, and that's just what i what i hear i listen to people talk all the fucking time usually when i'm at a bar somewhere i'm i'm by myself right so You're i'm listening. either on my phone or watching tv or mr east drop creeper <laughs> well, i mean hell they're sitting up they're all following me fucking sitting like this shit before i'm like i've got this whole bar and you want to fucking rub elbows like well I, you know i get that question why are you single i'm like have you seen the dating pool right. it's yeah. horrible yeah. like and i'm like i would rather make a lot of money and spend my spare time working and you know i mean especially with the look like the promotions and stuff i make so yeah. much money doing that and unless somebody like completely blows my socks off i don't have time for it yeah mm-hmm. and i think a lot of men that, that that make a lot of money that do well they don't get married because they know that they're there's, just getting they're the, getting married for, for money yeah. yeah or or if they have enough money and they're re- and they've worked that much and they're that busy they don't want one woman because they can yeah, have they can have multiple multiple yeah. Yeah. When, when they want it they when, they, when, when, when they want it that shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right right yeah yeah, yeah. okay that can that yeah. might be a good topic for next time yeah. we'll yeah. talk about that more cool you know that may be a good question to throw up on social media this week and have people call the tan line and uh leave their thoughts and opinions on that what would you ask uh, just going, you know, just talking about the dating scene now, how things are and how it's changed. Well, sure, it's and so fucking hard, especially when mm-hmm. you're from here, because I know a lot of great guys. Mm-hmm. They're not great boyfriends, but they're right. great guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Same with the girls. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, she's like a, you know, gold digger or she's this or whatever, right. you know. It's just really hard. Like, I don't think I will ever meet anybody in Charlotte just because mm-hmm. I always get that you're intimidating because mm-hmm. I'm so intimidating, right? <laughs> I get that. Like, you're intimidating. You're always with guys or you're always, you know, and I'm like, I don't, I don't get that. But you think social media has helped or hurt the whole dating scene? Oh, it's killed it. It kills it. I am totally even, I'm very cautious even about what I've, I've known Brandon mm-hmm. since I was like 17 or 18. I yeah. know Megan very well. Yeah. But I, before I post anything, I always think, what, is this going to upset Megan if I've got my arm around Brandon a certain way? Or, but you have yeah, to Yeah, but she's be. not like that at all. But Megan's not like that at all. Well, that's why I was, today I was like, bring Megan by. You know, I'd love yeah. to see her and I'd like her to see where we are. But you have to be conscious of those things mm-hmm. because people can be like, well, yeah. I've, been, I've seen Jenna Gribble posting all these pictures of your husband, you know, right. how things are perceived on yeah. social media. Mind Brandon and business. I know. Yeah. But we Stay know. But how things are perceived and, you yeah. know, you just have yeah. to be cautious of that kind of thing. Yeah. So, so what do you want to ask? Um, how about something simple like, you know, how do you feel about the dating scene in Charlotte these days? Yeah, are you single? What are you looking for? What, why? Mm-hmm. That would be cool. Well, having, I yeah. think that would spawn a whole bunch of... That'd we would a, get a ton of feedback yeah. on that. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. Very cool. All right. This weekend, there's a couple of things going on around in Charlotte and some festivals coming up soon, right? There's a um, festival to park this weekend yep. in uh, Freedom Park. Um, I'm probably going to go out there, I think, on Saturday. Um, and then Hops and Hogs. That's not this weekend. That's what? October 5th. 5th. Okay. Yeah, October so two 5th. weeks from now. That's cool. A uh, local band that I work with, Something Clever, has got a new video coming out on mm. Friday for a song called Get With It. Um, nice. It features a uh, uh, Renee Phoenix. Renee Phoenix was the lead singer for Fit for Rivals, mm-hmm. and her new project is uh, Pink Fly. She did a, a really cool guest spot on uh, on their song "Get With It," and they shot a video for this thing. And you, you got to see this fucking video. Like it's uh, they got uh, Papa Stro, he's a wrestler, mm-hmm. um, and it's like martial arts based, and it's kind of you know <laughs> oh, a lot nice. of their videos are that that aren't live videos are kind of uh, funny and. Uh, you know, have a lot of cool things on this one was done really really well yeah, but nice. it comes out uh you can catch it on their, their facebook page at noon on friday but cool. um very very cool stuff man from something clever this weekend nice yeah and hops and hogs fest uh our friends casca son are going to be opening yeah. that whole thing up i can't wait to see that yeah uh, that show that'll be really cool mm-hmm. i think they go on pretty early they go 
on like around noon maybe so is that so. right something like that we'll we'll find i gotta see this band yeah they're really good i saw them at a so far show and mm-hmm. uh kind of stalked them down and said uh <laughs> i want to promote you guys and like i really like the, the bit of music that i've heard from them mm-hmm. i really like it so yeah. uh, and the fact that they're getting to play with you know puddle of mud and tonic and yeah bunch yeah, of big yeah. bands that's so cool that's pretty that's a pretty big show i think so and plus we'll be barbecue and that's beer. Right. <laughs> barbecue and beer barbecue and beer but it's got to be vinegar based barbecue i'm not a tomato based barbecue. Right. there you go right. eastern right. carolina yeah. shit yeah. Mm-hmm. pretty picky i'm nice. from north carolina you know nice. basketball barbecue beer we're pretty picky <laughs> <Right>. about <that. laughs> and uh the v i know the vip has sold out for hops and hogs fest they've been but, sold out yeah, it's sold out a while ago so, have you uh, ever been to any of those? No, I haven't. Yeah. It's up in uh, Huntersville. Yeah. So, oh, it's yeah, all-day yeah. festival. It's up at... Um, oh, Historic Rural Hill. Rural Hill. Oh, yeah. yeah. There we go. Yeah. Uh, yep. So, it's uh, the KCBS Hops and Hawks Barbecue Challenge is going to be going on as well. Uh, plus 20 of the best breweries from the Carolinas there also. So it's yeah, tickets good. are only 20 bucks. It's not right bad. Right now for general admission. So, it's yeah. not a bad deal at all. That's cool. So, you have Collective Soul, Lifehouse, Puddle of Mud, Fuel, Tonic, Paper Tongue, Sister Hazel and Cascasa. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Hopsandhawksfest.com is the website where you can get the tickets as well. Saturday, October 5th. So we'll be out there too. Yep. We'll be there. So, so if you see us, come say hey. Yeah. Cool. And uh, do you want to let everybody know we do now have uh, a QC Confessional Instagram page as well. Yay. So, Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Getting social. We're trying to be social. Moving up in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Watch out. We might get a Twitter page soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah too. And yeah. People have questions or want us to talk about certain stuff. I mean, we're not shy. Yeah, that'd be, that'd, be, that'd be the place to, to post it. Yeah. Yeah. It was a suggestion. And today we had our first guest. Yes. Yeah, uh, our John very Flatico, first guest. John Freeman. We need something like a cymbal or a cowbell or something. I'll bring like, in like a gong. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, please bring a gong in, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please, God. Somebody, they do that shit to me at work, man. Yep, 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 yep. I hate that fucking it sound. It drives me fucking I nuts. <laughs> I can't stand it. <laughs> all right very cool all right that wraps up uh this week's qc confessional so thank you to john freeman johnny fly company oh, yeah. Yeah, thanks for coming in. appreciate you bringing the beers oh wait you didn't bring the beers uh, hey, I'll bring them next time. <laughs> <laughs> and you have uh something going on oh yeah this yeah, week we're, too, uh, coming up soon yeah so we're dropping our new fall line which we're, we're super excited about mm-hmm. uh, it'll be promoted and you know out to the world uh sometime later the following week but uh yes. the store ever gets exclusive we like yeah. to let charlotte t- touch it and taste it first nice. a lot of these pe- pieces are super limited editions and collaborations that were uh the kind of first collaborations we're excited to kind of launch so come, come by charlotte gets it first very cool nice nice appreciate you coming by man and jenna as a pleasure as always thank you thank you thank you brandon have a good time be safe we'll do we'll see you next time out this is the kind of mind-numbing schlock that's turning our society into a cultural wasteland what are you high Radio Charlotte.com.